0: Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Fuller. We might need to change the opening, because we're not drinking coffee today. Okay, this is Mark Hyde. (laughs) And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about what prophecies did Jesus fulfill when he was here on earth? Mark, are you ready to dive into this conversation? Let's prophesy, baby! Let's go!
1: Hey, hey, but hey, so, hey, I hey. do love our music. But seriously, though, it's like you know where we drink coffee. And but drink, we're not drinking coffee tonight. And
0: drink other things. So, Mark, what are you, well, we'll just get this not out of the way. What are you drinking? If you're on I YouTube, do, your you are think you I'm are dying. Beer. You are dying to say this.
1: I'm drinking ginger beer, baby. It's
0: ginger beer, like root beer, but ginger, not actual. It's, beer. So it's
1: it's made with ginger root. Which if you've have you ever had to go find what a ginger root looks like in the store? Yeah, dude. I never knew. I'm like, I'm looking have for. Have you ginger. never done I'm, that? Oh no, I have. Oh, okay. Because in the first time I ever looked for ginger root, I could not find it. Really? For beans? Nope. Looks like a, it. Looks like a potato, but really skinny and long finger, and like. A, and uh, if you get a big one, it kind of goes. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Like, like talons like or whatever. Weird, like a weird looking hand. Yeah. So, but so it's Take made with ginger hand. roots. So it's spicy. But the thing it's is, got a, it's got a bite to it. It's got a bite. You can get some that are more like uh, mild flavored. I've yeah. had some spicy ginger beers, which yeah. I'm like, oof. But the cool thing about ginger beer is because it's ginger, same as what's in a real ginger ale, right. it settles better. It actually calms the
0: stomach. Did you yeah. know pickled ginger was is used commonly to cause like tummy upsets? Yep.
1: Sure did. Yeah. And that, and so, so like ginger teas are a really good one. I like right. putting ginger in my, tea oh, if, if I like Ginger turmeric
0: teas are the best. Ginger, tum, what's turmeric? Turmeric is like, it's another root type thing. That's yeah. really good for your digestive system and inflammation.
1: So because like when I'm sick, like I either want Sprite or I want like Canada Dry.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, what's up Canada, Seagram's. France? Seagrams. I like the Seagrams drinks. Oh,
1: see, yeah. I've never really done Seagrams as much as I've done Canada Dry, but I also have recently introduced my girls to Verner's. Ooh, yeah. is Burners, another thing, yeah, man. that's you know? good stuff, man. You got it at Sam's Club. But I love getting Verge. But I'm drinking ginger but beer tonight. Are. Yes, you no are. No coffee because I want to go to bed at a decent time.
0: And again, this is the second recording where I took the pre-workout this morning, so I was over-caffeinated, so I'm drinking the
1: uh, Lime Bubbly. Bublé. Bublé. All right. Michael Lime Bublé. But the way, this one was good. This ginger beer is so good. We're going
0: to fire through this real fast because we do have a lot of things to discuss on today's Podcast yeah, when you topic. said you
1: wanted to cover this topic, I was like, bro, how, how many episodes do you want to do? You want to do a 4 we'll
0: no. Well, we could do more than that. So Brandon Sochet actually on Wednesday gave me a book and it's like 500 pages thick on the Messianic Prophecies Fulfilled by Christ. Really? And I'm like, yeah, we ain't going to call for all that yeah, them. So, sorry, Soche. So, But we'll get into talking about that in a do, little bit. Do you have the book somewhere in your bookshelf It right is, is, is upstairs. It up your, is it's, it on your nightstand? No, it's right next to my chair right now. It's a, this, you just it's, said my chair like you were a DJ. My chair. Anyways, but yeah, so uh, we've got a lot of content to cover. We do. So, but before we get to that, and since we're not talking about the coffee, we thought we'd bring back one of the fan favorites. What's that fan favorite? The old Would You Rather?
1: I was yeah. ready. Yeah, you know I, kind of, I delayed it for you. Had, you had to go, but to now
0: make go. sure you switch it back so you don't get screwed up at the end.
1: <laughs> Isn't there like a oh
0: yeah? yeah boom, there it is. All right, All so right, I'm ready today on the Would You Rather. Are you ready? So, would you rather have a credit card with an infinite amount of money, Ooh, okay. or have superhuman strength and agility?
1: Mm. Question: Does this credit card have to be paid back at the end of the month? No, infinite money. Um, that means I get to be not just semi-bougie, but I could be full bougie. He's like, I'm full on bougie. I could be full bougie. So I, I honestly, I'm taking the credit card because you can do a lot of good with it. Okay, so I'm going to
0: take the human human strength and agility. Mm-hmm. But no here's way, why. But no here's way why. people. No culture are going to say because that. if you no ha- w- because if you have it, right then you can do a lot of I've good. So you can this? make a lot of we money. We can
1: to curl your stinking little microphone I thing I know. Like we forget I to, every well, like to. Well, I need to it. right.
0: yeah. pull it. It's pull 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 it. all right. Yeah. Well, yours is kind of like. Yeah, but I don't hit it. Like that. All right. Anyway, so uh, 64% said infinite amount of money. Well, yeah, because we all want to be bougie. Yeah, not. there's only 36 of us who don't. All right. So I want to
1: be so bougie that I can buy clothes, and after I wear them when I'm on vacation, and i got rid of my suitcase, it's okay, because I'll just buy more.
0: I already know what you're going to pick on this one. Okay. Should I just skip it? Nope. All right. Would you rather stop using
1: Facebook or stop using YouTube? I would rather stop using Facebook what I, I I love YouTube that's where I'm at too and I can't, 80- h- how would I fix anything in my life <laughs> exactly. without it? exactly
0: and how would we be how would people be able to see us and the best part is is there's still Instagram so I'm good. <laughs> Wow. So 88% said stop using Facebook. 12% said stop using YouTube. So people prefer YouTube over Facebook. Well,
1: because Facebook, YouTube is just the content king right now. Well, yeah. So, all right. Second most used search engine. Last question, and then we'll jump into the review. All right. Whoa, already? Dude, we're only at five and a half minutes. We got a long review. Holy crap. People aren't ready for this. We've got a lot. Apparently, we're not going to give you the full Joe Rogan experience for this Not today.
0: So, would you rather do time in prison for a crime you committed? Or do time in prison for a crime you were framed for? Well, duh. If I'm going to do crime, it's going to be for a crime I committed. That's stupid. Can we do a different one? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Uh, wait. Oh, oh, no. There's an ad. So just pick. Crap. C- cr- crime you committed or crime you you were framed for. What would you rather do?
1: Why would I want to spend time for something I
0: didn't do? Right. So 62% of people agreed with us. They'd rather do time for crime so someone committed. would rather
1: go to jail for a time that they did not commit 38 percent,
0: because they're innocent they have a clear conscience but for me if i gotta spend time in jail i might as well have done something you heard it
1: here first folks if folks going to jail he's gonna do he's gonna be I'm a good gonna, reason why he's I, there i'm
0: gonna be this is the man you married janeel nope i know what i'm going to jail for if i'm going to prison it's gonna be for proclaiming the gospel in an inhospitable country bam see I turned it back around. Wow. You just Jesus.
1: You Jesus yard. the way out of it. <laughs> I was thinking you were going to say rob a bank, but <laughs> nope. I Jesus my way out of it. <laughs> all I'm saying, all, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is maybe people are saying that because they're innocent because all these people are starting to have their cases re examined because people are so obsessed with. Um, there's murder multiple. mystery podcast yeah, in, right. in channels, all and whatnot. sorts of stuff. All in fact, stuff. you know it's it's kind of funny thinking about our like our yearly wrap up for Spotify and our stats and whatnot. Oh, the ginger beer. Bur- bur- it's bur- our, it's
0: so, a good thing it's a teaching. So podcast. many
1: people had us either right above or right below. Like the murder podcast.
0: Yeah, we need to get we need to up our game this year so we can be so people (laughs) but but I
1: will say because of the the amazing abilities that people have to research this stuff, the fact that that people's cases are being reopened and they're and they're good storytellers. And they're being deemed as innocent, like that's just so cool. It is cool. I like watching that kind of stuff. You know, murder mysteries save people's lives and that's what RTC is trying to do too.
0: That's right, but we're trying to save your eternal souls. So we're, yeah. we're better. <laughs> we're better. Anyways, hey, why don't you, before you drink too much of your uh, ginger beer soda? Holy crap, pop, I got to pronounce
1: this you, profile. <laughs>
0: why don't you read the review? Yeah, go for it, my guy. I think what they did is they
1: were listening to the podcast went, and we started talking really fast. They were trying to they type went, <laughs> what we were saying. It was like, <laughs> hey, I, don't cra- I don't give a crap what your profile handle is as long as it's there. So. This one says, makes you think. Last episode, listened to 43. <gasps> that means you just were introduced to in my well, that almost was, wife.
0: That was September 3rd, so I'm sure they're farther than that now. Yeah,
1: that's true. But 43, Dude, what was 43? Four, 40 was Frerix. 39 was obviously Beth. I don't remember what episode 43 was about. It doesn't matter. I it's don't after, even it know. It was after Beth. It doesn't matter. But either way, <laughs> that this person says, this podcast is an absolute blessing. The hosts really make you think and always back up their talks with verses from the Bible. When you listen to this podcast, except... Some boomer joke, uh, boomer dad jokes. Sorry, Fuller. I love it. Uh, When you listen to this podcast, accept some boomer dad jokes. Sorry, Fuller. But also, some honest conversations will get you thinking. Well, good. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for that podcast review. And you, just like good, can leave us an Apple podcast. Thank you. <laughs> podcast review, which helps us get into the ears of other podcast listeners. But you guys over on Spotify have been absolutely crushing it. We crossed the 700 mark. So while you're looking recently. up that, we
0: just got to the 582 subscribers yes. on YouTube. We just, from the time before when you got here to the time now, which has only been an hour and a half, we gained two more subscribers on YouTube. Shut up, really? Yes, sir. Man, So thank you for all of you who watch
1: us on YouTube. We are at You're 710 ratings on Spotify. That's you guys right. are absolutely crushing it. You know, But here's the deal. I know what our analytics are, and there's a couple thousand of you guys out there, maybe even a few thousand. I don't know. But yeah. we can get a lot more reviews because the more reviews we get, the more chances people get to hear about the show and hear about the good news of Jesus, and it gets bumped up in the feeds.
0: But not only that, you can go ahead and share the episodes, which also help us get into the ears of other listeners because ultimately what we're here for is to have those conversations with you guys and other people and make sure that we are all looking at the bible and together. even
1: better than that you, you can could, actually talk to us that's also true in the facebook <laughs> but even better than that all right you could send us on an all-expense-paid vacation to come to your location we'll do we'll, we'll we'll hang out with you we'll do an actual recording and that would be dope well, you say that, and then, and then they're, they're oh, going to be like, yeah,
0: come on down in March 2nd, and you're going to be like, oh, I'm having I, a baby. I, I'll be in Indianapolis. My for, bad. You can come to me. For an all-expense paid by Mark Hyde. <laughs> no, <laughs> by Hyde. By, 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 by hitting yeah. <laughs> well, Indiana Medicaid. That's yeah, who's paying that one.
1: All right. It going to be a cheap building. I do heart surgery on a baby. No.
0: So... With, well, okay, well, I don't even know how to
1: transition out of that one. Thanks a lot. That's uh, hard to follow up. I'm going to prophesy that someone's going to give us an all expense paid vacation to no, no uh, Hawaii, sponsored by Jim. No,
0: <laughs> he, t- he said, yeah, I gave you a Hawaiian experience. Yeah, but that <laughs> Peabody
1: coffee, I love, yeah. dude. I love that Peabody oh, coffee, okay. man. So right. good. So you know what else is so good? How many prophecies Jesus fulfilled? There you go. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> so I'm just going to stop you. That just pause,
0: pause, <laughs> put a pin in it. We're going to put that pin up here. <laughs> all right. So we are today going to talk about what the prophecies that, that Christ fulfilled, why they're important, you can talk how many about I'm stats paused. are fulfilling, all that stuff. Unpause for the conversation when you want to jump in. Okay. All right. So. Ready. Here we go. You ready? Yep. So how many prophecies do you think, before looking at the notes, that Christ fulfilled?
1: Give uh, I'm going to say, since there's 365 days in a year, I'm going to say 365. Okay. I don't know.
0: That so just... this comes from GodQuestions.org, and then we also have one from NewTestamentChristians.com. Okay. So uh, GodQuestions.org did some research. Thank you, guys. Uh, and they said the—I hit it again. The story of Jesus— Keep we'll fix that it. bro. We'll fix it. Uh, no, the, we won't. No, we won't. We'll forget. The story <laughs> of Jesus saturates the meta-narrative of the Bible, and prophecies of his first advent are found throughout the Old Testament allusions to him also come up in microwaves not microwaves but microwaves small <laughs> as, ways <laughs> as many people and events hint at the work he would accomplish one scholar J. Barton Payne has found as many as 574 verses in the Old Testament that somehow point to or describe Ooh, a reference
1: 574 baby that's our
0: area code yeah it is a reference to the four. coming Messiah Alfred uh, Eddersheim found 456 Old Testament verses referring to the Messiah or his times uh conservatively jesus fulfilled at least 300 prophecies in his earthly ministry so you were close, I, you said close. 365. I said 365 they're saying 300 conservatively, but conservatively conservatively right so that's i mean that number but you know a lot of verses there too so you average all that out and it's probably close to that 365 so NewTestamentChristians.com says New Testament Christians has said they have found at least 351 Old Testament scripture fulfilled by Christ. Dang. So.
1: I really? should win a Rice Krispie treat for that a, And like
0: I said, the I really want the Rice uh, book I have upstairs is like 500 pages of just messianic prophecy. So now they go into like... A, so did Sojay a, hook
1: a, you up with that book because of the, our conversation yes, that was coming in? Yes. It was for this conversation. It was for this conversation. Thank you, Sojay! So, yes, he, he, he helped us out there a little bit. This episode is sponsored by and Sojay. <laughs> Pastor Brando. Pastor Brando. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right. right. Pastor so, Brando. Which we'll
0: have him back on soon. I'm hyper. I'm sorry. Anyways, happy. so let's talk about the stats of anyone. from fulfilling any type of prophecy. so this oh, oh, oh,
1: like not like just anybody. Like the
0: mathematical probability of anybody fulfilling prophecy.
1: Okay, I got you. And I got why you.
0: am I doing the Donald Trump-like?
1: <laughs> listen, guys, okay? We're going to talk about the stats of prophecy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like doing this. That was and if you're gloriously ha- awful. If you're not on YouTube, you need to you need to go to YouTube to see what I'm doing. I, here. Now, now like, I know. Seriously. No, no, you do the hate motion. I'm going to hold this up, and now we know what our thumbnail's going to be. Okay, listen here, okay? Wow. This is about privacy. Hey, we thought it's I was marvelous. gonna be the hyper. It's fantastic. One. It's wonderful.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Woo! This wow. is the pre-workout hitting right there. So, anyways, Woo-hoo-hoo. the probability and stats. So Okay. This comes from Focus. Empower International, and they say, this is a long paragraph, but it's really, really good. The science of probability attempts to determine the chance that a given event will occur. A professor at Westmont College has calculated the probability of one man fulfilling the major prophecies made concerning the Messiah. The estimates were worked by 12 different classes representing some 600 university students. The students carefully weighed all the factors, discussed each prophecy at length, and examined the various circumstances which might indicate that man had conspired together to fulfill a particular prophecy. prophecy, a.k.a. they worked together to try to make it look like it was fulfilled. They schemed. They made their estimates conservative enough so that they were finally unanimous uh, in a unanimous agreement even among the most skeptical students. However, the professor then took their estimates and made them even more conservative. He also encouraged other skeptics or scientists to make their own estimates to see if conclusions were more than fair. Finally, he submitted his figures for review to a committee of the American Scientific Affiliation. This is like a a, a full-on study, right? It is wild. Upon examination, they verified that his calculations were dependable and accurate in regard to the scientific material presented. For example, concerning Micah 2, when it states the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem, the professor and his students determined the average population of Bethlehem from the time of Micah to the present. From the time of Micah, 400 years before Christ, to the present. Okay. Okay, that's a long time. That's almost 2,500 years. They... uh, So you keep (laughs) whacking your microphone over there, boss. Then then they divided it by the average population of the earth during the same time period. They concluded that the chance of one man being born in Bethlehem was one in 300,000. After examining only eight different prophecies, they conservatively estimated that the chance of one man fulfilling all eight prophecies, just eight, right? We just said there was over 300. Low key, that's low
1: key. Eight was
0: ten. To the 17th power. That's 17 zeros after 10. Just in case y'all were wondering. 1 in 10 to the 17th power. That's a lot. To illustrate how large the number is, 10 to the 17th power... Uh, the professor gave his illustration. You ready for this? This is where it gets crazy.
1: Is this the, is this the Texas? Would they do something just, to Texas? Okay, yeah, just listen. Yes, okay. If you
0: mark one of ten tickets and place all the tickets in a hat and stir them thoroughly and then ask a blindfolded man to draw one, his chance of getting the right ticket is one in ten. Suppose we take ten to the 17th silver dollars and lay them off on the face of Texas. Texas, the, one of the yep. largest states. They cover all Dang. the state two feet deep. Dang. The entire state of Texas. Now mark one of these silver dollars and stir the whole mass thoroughly all over the state. Blindfold a man and tell him that he can travel as far as he wishes, but he must pick up one silver dollar that has the special mark on it. What chance would he have of getting this one right? Just the same chance that the prophets would have had writing these eight prophecies and having them all come true in any one man from their day to the present time.
1: And all guys, people said, "Holy Amen. crap!" Amen.
0: <laughs> so, oh, holy crap. So that's wild. So we're like, okay, you know, we hear one one perspective that was, you know, uh, certified by by a board of his peers and, and and goes on to the scientific board and all these things, right? Uh, so another one from Firm Israel. Uh, this is a messianic website. Uh, Jonathan Burnus says this the Bible is full of messianic prophecies uh, mathematician Peter Stoner counted the probability of one person fulfilling even a small number of them and he concluded the chances of a single man fi- fulfilling just 48 of the prophecies
1: 48.
0: found in the Tanakh <laughs> or the Old Testament would be 1 uh, and, or 10 followed by 157 zeros so t- uh, 1 in 10 to the 157th power dang that's just 48, right? We just said conservatively, 300 prophecies.
1: So with that stat in mind, I mean, the only conclusion you can have is that this is true or Jesus himself did not exist, basically.
0: One of the two. But we, again, we saw or We this in Power International, the students took and calculated that what would happen if they made like most of these prophecies like were just scams and they didn't actually come true and they were just scandals and maybe only eight, right? And even with eight, it's still 10 to the 17th power. Like, that's wild. That's, ten, that's ten or eight good guesses, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't that's think That's wild, so. man. So what that's are wild. some of the messianic prophecies did Jesus fulfill? I'm just going to run through a list real fast. Um, and this list comes from uh, preaching.com. And uh, so the first section, it says prophecies on the birth of Jesus. Uh, and I'm going to just name the verse. I encourage you, I, I'm going to put this... This link in the descriptions, go through and read all these. <clears throat> so Genesis 22, 18 says, uh, or it talks about all the nations would be blessed through Abraham's offspring. Numbers 24, 17, Jesus would be, I'm sorry, prophecies on the birth of Jesus. Uh, numbers 24, 17, Jesus would be from the line of Jacob. Isaiah 11, 1, Jesus would be born from, uh, from the line of Jesse. Jeremiah 23, 5 through 6, Jesus would be born from the line of David, which would make sense if you're from the line of Jesse and Jacob, right? So Micah 5, 2, he would be born in Bethlehem. Isaiah seven fourteen. Jesus would be born from a virgin. Isaiah nine six through seven. A child would be born among the government, and the government would be on his shoulders. I'm sorry, would be born, and the government would not buy the government.
1: Like a child uh, would be yeah. born, and the government and the would, go- be would be on, on his, his shoulders. shoulders. Right,
0: so thank you. Psalm seventy two ten. Jesus would be worshipped and given gifts at his birth. In Jeremiah thirty one fifteen. King Herod would murder children and attempt to kill Jesus. Hosea 11, 1, Joseph would be warned to take Jesus to Egypt for a time to protect him. So prophecies on the life of Jesus. Psalm 46 through 8. Jesus would be the perfect sacrifice. Psalm 78, 1 through 2. Jesus would teach using parables. 1 Samuel two thirty five, God would raise up a faithful priest. 2 Samuel 7, 12 through 13. Jesus' kingdom would be eternal. Isaiah 6, 9 through 10. Those who heard Jesus' parables would not understand. Isaiah 9, 1 through 2. The ministry of Jesus would begin in Galilee. Isaiah 40. Three through four, Jesus' ministry would proceed by a voice calling in the desert. Isaiah forty two one through four, Jesus' message of salvation would also extend to the Gentiles. Isaiah fifty three three, Jesus would be despised and rejected. Isaiah sixty one one, Jesus would be anointed uh, on on to proclaim good news to the poor. Zechariah nine nine, the King would come riding on a donkey. Zechariah eleven thirteen, Jesus would be betrayed by th- for thirty pieces of silver. So so far we've covered what twenty. I don't know 20 you prophecies? I know. But like 20 <laughs> prophecies, right? And so
1: um, the probability is going up, 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 right? And, and when, when we say Jesus, that's his name. But for all these Old Testament, it was the Messiah. The Messiah, the, the suffering servant. The, yeah. You know, it
0: was describing. not say Jesus. They, they were the mes- messianic prophecies. The, the messianic prophecies. Right. Yep. So, um, so these are all prophecies that that the Jews were looking for, right? This is what they studied. And these are the what a lot of them deemed as the messianic prophecies. Mm-hmm. Um, so more prophecies on the death and resurrection of Christ. Exodus 12, 21, 23, Jesus would be the Passover lamb. Uh, Exodus 12, 46, and Numbers 9, 12, none of the Jesus' bones would be broken. Leviticus 17, 11, Jesus would die and pour out his blood of her atonement of sins. Leviticus, uh, I'm sorry, Numbers 21, 9, Jesus would be lifted up. Psalm 16, 10, Jesus would be abandoned to the dead. Psalm 22:1. 1, Jesus would be forsaken. Psalm 22, 8, Jesus would be mocked. Psalm 22, 15, Jesus would have, uh, mouth would be dry like mine is right now, <laughs> Psalm twenty two sixteen, 16, Jesus' hands and feet would feet would be pierced, uh, Psalm 22, 18, lots would be cast for Jesus' clothes, Psalm 31, 5, Jesus would commit his spirit to God, Psalm 68, 18, Jesus would ascend to heaven, and Psalm 69, 21, Jesus would be given vinegar for his thirst. So they named about 30 prophecies in this, and gave the scriptures out of the 300 plus or the 571 verses. They named 30. <laughs> so I wasn't going to read all 571. No, right? that would just no. Be that'd be crazy. a very long episode. So, but we want to look at some of these, right? And and, and some of them are co- there's some common ones. Um, so I I listed out four common and maybe four uh, not so common and not so common. Not not so common. I mean that if if you've done a lot of study, you may have already heard them. But for those who are pretty much, you know, just if you've been around the block in the Christian world for a well, little you, bit, you're probably
1: going you, know some of the common ones because yeah, we talk about sure. those on the pulpit all the time. Right,
0: exactly. But some of the ones that aren't so widely talked about on the pulpit. Well, well let's find out. Are. Let's so,
1: dive in and find out, man. So
0: number one of the common prophecies fulfilled, and this is where I really want the discussion to lie, right? It was, we'll talk about these and... And we can discuss if you have any thoughts. So, Mark, this is where I encourage you, if you have any thoughts, to speak up. Sounds good. I just finished my ginger beer, so I'm ready to talk. All right. So, number one, the serpent and the, quote-unquote, seed of Eve will have conflict. The offspring of the woman will crush the serpent. Jesus is the seed, and he crushes Satan at the cross. So, the prophecy was Genesis 3.15. And it says, I will put hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait a second. He will strike your, I think it's supposed to be heel, and you will strike his head? No. He, did, I, did I copy this wrong? Yeah, you copied it wrong. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. Yeah, I must have. Oh, no, no I, he's speaking to the serpent. He's speaking to the serpent. Oh, this, yes, this, this so is, Genesis right. 3.16 of, yeah. is where it talks about the Pearl evangelum.
1: we he's talking to right.
0: Eve. Right. So the fulfillment we find, I just pull up two Two verses. I think I think if I remember there's quite a few verses for each of these, but I'm only pulling up. I mean, you
1: know, off. if you go back to like the King Jimmy is the fact of uh he'll crush your head, but you will bruise his heel. Right. Like, that's kind yeah. of the, the, right. the more exactly. traditional yeah. one.
0: This is CSB, so this is all CSB. Uh so for the fulfillment was Galatians 4 4, when the time came to completion, God sent a son, born of a woman, born under the law. Uh, Hebrews two fourteen says, S- "Now since the children have flesh and blood in common, Jesus also shared in these, so that in his death he might destroy the one holding the power of death, that is the devil." So these are where we see some of the prophecies fulfilled because he's speaking to the devil at the time in the garden, which is a pretty common prophecy, right? We see that, oh, okay, Jesus was a fulfillment from Genesis three when when he put amnesty between the serpent and and Eve and, he, and between your seed the, and his the victory seed over and, yep. it, right so. So we see that. That's a pretty common one. Number two, God promised Isaac the whole world would be blessed by his descendant. The descendant is Jesus. So Genesis, this is a prophecy. Genesis 28, 13 through 14 says, The Lord was standing there beside him, saying, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your offspring the land on which you are lying. Your offspring will be like the dust of the earth and you will spread out toward the west, the east, the north, and the south. All the peoples on the earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. So not just the people of your nation or just your offspring, but all the people of the, oh, of world, the world, right? Yep. So this is where most people and most even rabbis are saying this is the Messiah, right? So the fulfillment was Matthew 1.1, an account of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham so this is again we're talking about who did Isaac come from well he was the son of Abraham um, and so Matthew 1 the, that's the whole gene that's where the whole genealogy begins but I wasn't going to list out the whole genealogy so that's go to Matthew 1 because it's a lot of names uh, Luke 1 31 through 33 it says, now listen, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, great, and will be called the Son of the Most High, the Lord, uh, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will re- reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will never end. So, who was the son of Isaac? Jacob. So, there you go. <laughs> and then the just goes down to <laughs> right, David. and right. then goes on through And then, and through yeah, Jesus. yeah. And so then you get into Luke 3 23 through 38 is another gene, is Luke's genealogy of Jesus to Adam, right? Which also has yep. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all of them in it. So we see a couple of different fulfillments thro- seen through um, the genealogy in Matthew and Luke. And then also, uh, Luke also says, um, it names a mountain in verses 31 through 33 of chapter 1. So the cool thing about this, right, is that who was Luke? Let's think about Luke. So Luke was the was the physician that traveled with Paul. And who was Luke
1: speaking to? Uh who was he writing Theophilus. To? And who almost was the, the almost excellent Theophilus. Yes, and who was Theophilus? Or who do we assume uh, that Theophilus I mean wasn't was? he like a Roman like, like, like a some, Roman, some like somewhere like that. Not, like not a, Gentile, a, Senate.
0: a Gentile ruler, though. Yeah, some yeah, type he was of big, Gentile in power, that's, that's, that's who we typically see him homeboy as. Homeboy
1: be a bit, and I'm not calling Satan a homeboy this time. I'm calling Theophilus a homeboy.
0: So homeboy <laughs> was, was powerful. <laughs> so he had some sort of um, authority, position of prestige, something like that. So that's who Luke is accounting this to. So Luke is trying to show that, hey, listen, these are the scriptures that have been taught of old, and this is where it's all laid out, right? Yep. So that's another one that's pretty common. So number three, uh, God promised to send a son who would be called... Uh, Emmanuel God with us, and Jesus is that son. So the prophecy was Isaiah 714, It says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign, see, the virgin will conceive, have a son, and name him Emmanuel. Again, this is CSB, so it may sound a little different for people that read ESV, King James, or NASB. Yep.
1: Can I actually pause you real fast? I wanted to pull this up and make sure I got it right. So going back to number two, where it says that, talking about I the descendants and the lineage, I, 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 I was too slow. Track. I was too slow. It's more the fact of when you look at... you got to at, pause me. I, 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 you went too I, fast. I thought, I thought I had a second, and then I'm I'm like, I'm like oh crap! I'm he just read number three. I'm just messing with you. So by going back to Jesus's lineage, when we look at the difference between David's line, no, sorry, no, back this up between Joseph's line and Mary's line, they're different based on which who the author is because I because th- I, I, I'm right. looking up Mary was not mentioned in Luke's right. Mary is mentioned in Matthew's right, and the reason being is that um, Mary comes from the lineage of David, mm-hmm. not Joseph. So you can't even say like, oh, Joseph was, but he wasn't really the father. So he really wasn't from the lineage of David. This is actually a true blood descendant because Mary was a descendant of David, who also was a descendant of Ruth and Boaz. Right, but I thought which is you, wild.
0: Are you sure if you go back and look at that scripture, you are saying Luke is
1: is not? Yeah, Luke's does not mention Mary's. Luke only Luke Luke leans into Joseph. Well, that's Joseph's lineage. That is the perception that
0: scholars think but it doesn't there, there's nothing that definitely definitively says that either that but says that's, what that says that it's the the lineage of so-and-so so yeah jesus was about 30 so yeah son of joseph son of heli son of matt son of levi son of Mel- like Mel- God, yeah, 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 yeah 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 but he's also the son of jacob son of isaac son of abraham Oh yeah uh i'm just saying like people obed jesse david so you what david nathan on up the line.
1: Yeah, it's just wild for the simple fact of the reality of he was born of the tribe of Judah but think through a, David. Think about like what, The fact of how far that lineage had to go. But think about the that, that time period too, even in the
0: culture, right? So if you think about the culture, Jesus was Jesus bar Joseph, which means son of... Son of Joseph. Son right. of Joseph, right? Uh, Judas bar... Uh, oh, what the heck is it? Uh, uh, Simeon. I think Judas Iscariot's was Judas bar Simeon, if I remember correctly. son of. Yeah, the son of Simeon. Um, so back then, you had to show your lineage, right? This is how you proved who you were, right? This is why uh, Joseph had to go back to the city of what? His lineage, Bethlehem, right? The mm-hmm. city of David. This is why Mary had to go back to the city of David. They were both from Bethlehem, the city of David. That was their lineage. Which is why they had to go back during the census which is why Christ was born there, which isn't that funny. A Roman who has nothing to do with God declares a census at the time that Christ is born, bringing him to Bethlehem, fulfilling Micah two. Wow, 400 years prophesied before
1: crazy, right? Like I'm even looking at this through. So, so Mary. so, so here you go. So Joseph and Mary both come from the lineage of David, right? Joseph comes from Solomon's yep. descendants and Mary comes through Nathan, right? Son of David. Right. So, but they're f- both from they're the both house of David. From da- both from the house of David. Right, exactly. So no matter which way, and that's the thing, that's, that's what so I thinking thinking. about it. It gets so wild, the fact that he's both blood because of Mary, but also when you look at the Jewish...
0: He's also oh, I wish we had adopted this. blood because I do have it over there somewhere. I have a book on the lineage of Christ. It's the Rosa, uh, or the Rose chronological family tree of Christ is somewhere in that statue.
1: Well I, w- I wish I had this because our pastor uses this all the time about the cu- the custom it's, and
0: culture of the Jews. Go it might be right one of those books.
1: Nah we don't need right, it. I was but say, you but look at but, it. but my thought is the fact of our pastor's been talking about this quite a bit. He brings it up of what right, the I'm, I'm going to be rude. You keep talking bro Yeah no no but 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 basically the idea of there was a social hierarchy. Oh, you're going for that book. A social hierarchy inside of Jewish culture where the fact of you know when joseph being a jewish man from the line of david he could not get any like he could not actually go any higher in social status however mary being a woman from the line of david was already like kind of low but then when she became found with pregnant all of a sudden it's like you're down with the sinners and the prostitutes right. and then david was like and so joseph being a just man didn't want to do that to her but he sunk to her like sunk to her on the social pyramid right. so that's part pretty wild too but it's just a simple fact of whether you go from blood of david or you go through Jewish culture custom of Joseph's lineage, and it, it matters who your father is. They both point there to holy crap, that is a huge lineage. But it's the fact of no matter which version of the. So here it is, right? And no matter which Stick version down. of it goes, Jesus still comes from David's line. So they also. Which is just cool. So they come, they split at Solomon
0: and Nathan, right? Yep, and yep, then they come down. And they come back together at Shield to the Leal. Shatiel, oh and then uh, Zer- Zer- Zerubriel. And then there's a whole bunch of other and people. And then they come, and they stay together in that same lineage. And then they split up here at uh, Abidhud and Ressa. They were the children of Zerubriel. So that's where they split again. Oh, that's the bell. And then they come back together at Mary and Joseph.
1: Yeah, it's just cool. It's just cool. So no matter yeah. no matter where you do, Jesus' bloodline. This is a phenomenal
0: book, by the way, if you guys don't have it. Whether
1: it's Jesus, hold it up to the camera. Rose Publishing,
0: Jesus Family Tree.
1: Uh, But just a simple fact of no matter which way it goes, it comes back to David. Right. Maybe you didn't need that 15-minute rabbit trail, but I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, no. Uh, Again, this is... Stuff all right, I'm going to unpause you and repause. Dang me. it. Number three. So, all right,
0: number three. We'll go back through this again. So God promised to send his son who would be called God with us, or Emmanuel. Jesus is that son. So Isaiah 7, 14 says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. See, the virgin will conceive, which is another prophecy, right? Yep. And have a son and name him Emmanuel. Fulfillment was Matthew. Well, this is one of the passages Matthew 121 through 23 it says she will give birth to a son and you will art to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sin now all uh, all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the lord through the prophet see the virgin will come be, uh, become pregnant and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel which is translated to god with us so even Matthew says this is the fulfillment
1: of that yeah it's, it's the classic christmas passage yes yeah.
0: yeah Oh, little town of bethlehem oh sorry Oh, a major. No,
1: <laughs> it wasn't a silent night. No. I can promise you that.
0: It's probably,
1: a... Ah! <laughs> sorry. You got David screaming Anyways. at Joseph. Of God. Why won't you stop crying? So let's move into our last,
0: <laughs> our uh, the last common one that we're going to cover today. You keep
1: hitting that mic stand or something. It's, it's my chin, man. It does
0: that. But then I got it.
1: It's driving me nuts. But then it's ah, you're uh, so good on the. Ilver. No,
0: see, I like to be. I like to look. I'm comfortable here, though. Uh, I will. I will tighten it. It's tight. Oh, it's your shocks. Your shock is yeah. My shock. My shocks are. My shocks are shocking.
1: It, that needs to go down to there.
0: Oh. You broke your mic stand, boss. Hang. Hang on a sec, people. He wants me to. No, nope, still bad. That. All right, baby, number uh, no, four. It's, it's this. It's this hitting this. Anyways, no number four. Uh, Jesus said he would be handed over, killed, and rise again on the third day. So the prophecy, Jesus prophesied for himself, right? This wasn't even Old Testament, but Mark 9, 30, 32 uh, says, Then they left the place and made their way through, uh, through Galilee, uh, but he did not want anyone to know it. For he was teaching the disciples and telling them the Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after he is killed, he will rise again three days later. But they did not understand the statement, and they were afraid to ask him. Which, how do you not understand that? He said,
1: I am going to die. I, they said he was the Son of Man. Well, I wonder if it's the an Son ignorance of is bliss. Is, a, is, is that the situation? Because it says they were afraid Maybe. to ask. Maybe. So, Maybe so they were he, like, does this really mean what we think it means? Nah, just... Maybe he blinded them in that moment from understanding. Oh, they're afraid to ask. I can see, I can see Peter from the chosen being like, "Guys, don't bother him with the question. Yeah, we no, don't want to know. The teacher's busy.
0: The rabbi's busy." All right. So the fulfillment, John twenty one through nine. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark she saw that the stone was removed from the tomb. So she went running to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, who we know is John, uh, the one that Jesus loved and said to them, they've taken out the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they've put him oh, at gasp. that. What gasp at that. Peter and the other disciple went out, heading for the tomb. This is my favorite part. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and got to the tomb first. You know John was like, hey, <laughs> 100% bro,
1: <laughs> you I beat, go, you, Peter. Old beat you old man, beat you old <laughs> man. You can run your mouth, but I can run with my feet.
0: Boom, gone. Stooping down, he saw <laughs> the linen cloth lying there, but he did not go in. Then following him, Simon Peter also came. He entered the tomb, but see, Simon Peter was brave. Meow. And saw the linen cloth lying there. The wrapping that had been on his head was uh, was not lying there with the linen cloth, but was folded in a separate place by itself. The other disciple who had reached the tomb first, <laughs> do you like how he said that again? <laughs> who reached the tomb first.
1: Then He's just also like, went man. He just keeps sticking it to Peter. Like I ah, love hey it. Hey, Peter,
0: you like this one? I got it. Oh, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Watch this. Uh, and believe, saw and believed. For they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to the place where they were staying. So yeah, so the, David,
1: yeah, I would say yeah, those are very common ones that we talk yeah, about yeah, a yeah. lot. I mean, obviously the like the the number four where he um, prophesied that he'd be hand over killed, crucified, rose again. That's straight up Easter, right? Um, God promised the Savior Emmanuel, God with us, the Son of God would be with us. That's that's Christmas. God promised Isaac the whole world be blessed through his descendants. Also Christmas, right? And then the serpent, which is both Christmas and Easter. So these are all pretty much around the two main core. Weekends uh, in the Christian
0: calendar. Or like you my know? or like my partner says, the Catholic reserves. You know, Christmas and Easter. He's a Catholic. He says he's in the Catholic Reserve. He only attends Mass on Christmas oh, and Easter. Oh, he's a
1: priester you know, He's a priester He's a priest. Catholic
0: reserves. I've never heard that before.
1: <laughs> I hadn't either. That's I thought it was wild. hilarious, though. Okay.
0: Catholic reserves. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> you know, a weekend warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Two weekends a year warrior. Oh geez. All right. So anyway, so some of the uh, more uncommon or I guess not uncommon but less taught on um, are these next four? And, and these are just four that I picked randomly that I was like, oh, I haven't heard much pre- preached on these. Not that we they haven't been at any time, but they're just not taught very often. Uh, number one, Jesus would t- uh, teach using parables, right? So we know that he used parables. All the time. But did you know it was prophesied that he was going to use parables?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I knew you did. It was a, it was a rhetorical question, man. Be quiet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyways, uh, Psalm seventy-eight one through two said, "My people, hear my instruction; listen to my uh, the words from my mouth, and I will declare wise sayings. I will speak mysteries from the past." This is the type and shadow from David. Right? But people might be thinking, how? how why? How, why is that talking about him speaking of parables? You know, right? So he's he's declaring wise sayings, but speaking mysteries from the past, right? Yep. So it's Jesus using parables to explain previously declared things from God. So Matthew, there it is again. So Matthew 13, 10 through 12 says, then the disciples came up and asked him, why are you speaking to them in parables? He answered, because the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given for you to know, but, is not, but it has not been given to them. For whoever has, more will be given to him. And he will have more than enough, but whoever does not have, even
1: what he has will be taken from him. Yeah, sorry mm-hmm. with the fact of you know, so it's the the mysteries, the secrets, right. the right um, mysteries of it's what I mean, it's the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, which has right. always has been literally what the Messiah has was declared to come and do was right. to bring forth the kingdom of God. And everyone's like, What is the kingdom of God? What is it supposed to look like? And Jesus' like, Let me show you. <laughs> Ooh, ears, me. He, me. He Ooh, ears, let me show you. But he who has ears He who has ears, let him hear. Watch me. Ooh, so. watch me.
0: Anyways, number two, the ministry of Jesus would begin in Galilee. This is another one that's not really taught on very often. I have heard it taught on, but not not a very Nothing
1: common one. Nothing good can come from Galilee right. <laughs> well, that's Nazareth. My bad. Nazareth. Nothing good can come from Nazareth. But
0: Galilee was a whole region, right? Um was it Galilee, was like north or south I it, don't remember. It was north. It was a north region. Okay. Yep. It was a northern region and it was a it was a and I mean it was it was a spot for uh more uneducated the Jewish weak level. and lowly so to speak because the, it, so the speak, Judah would have been Judea, Did you know it was, yeah,
1: is, that was the southern province.
0: Yeah, exactly. So Galilee, the, yeah, it's like a province, right? Um, so Nazareth, Canadians are tracking. Nazareth was with is, was a city within, within just like Cana Galilee. was in with within Galilee, and Bethany, where we see Lazarus and Mary and Martha, was in Galilee's region. So these were gotcha. all cities okay. in re- in this region, right? The, the region of Galilee. So Isaiah 9, 1 through 7 says, Nevertheless, the gloom of the distressed land will not be like uh, like that of the former times when he humbled the land of Zebulon and the land of Naphtali. But in the future he will bring honor to the way of the sea, to the land east of the Jordan, and to Galilee of all the nation of, of the nations. I'm sorry, and to Galilee of the nations. The people walking in darkness has seen a great light. A light has dawned on those living in the land of darkness, which we just heard was Galilee. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have enlarged the nation and increased its joy. The people have rejoiced before you as they rejoiced at the harvest time, and they rejoiced when dividing spoils. For you have shattered their oppressive yoke and the rod of their shoulders, the staff of their oppressors, just as you did in the day of Midian. Uh, for every trampling boot of battle and the bloodied garments of war was, uh, will be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child will be born for us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Eternal Father, Prince of Peace, the dominion will be vast and the prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with the justice and righteousness from now on and forever. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. So that was the prophecy. We like the last part, but we don't really speak too much about the fact of and to Galilee of the nations. Right, exactly. So, Matthew 4 23 through 25 says, Now Jesus began to go all over Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. Then the news about him spread through Syria. So they brought to him all those who were afflicted, those which is so- east of the Jordan. Right. And and you notice how he didn't go to Syria, they brought the people from syria to galilee yep afflicted uh, those suffering from various diseases and intense pains the demon possessed the epileptics and the paralytics and he healed them large crowds followed him from galilee the decapolis jerusalem judea and beyond the jordan so yeah i thought that was pretty interesting
1: you know it, this is not part of today's conversation i don't go down this rabbit trail but i uh, always you and your rabbit trails but i, I read passages like this and it's like all the amazing ministries that Jesus was actually doing. And then Jesus says, you know, you're going to do greater things than me. And I'm like, I get scared when I see like faith healers and, and other people and, and you know, like sprinkling the, the water people and, and, well, and the abuse of
0: that. But he also said there will be many many antichrists is what we see in the New Testament. You know, Paul says that, so
1: <laughs> Right. It's just wild that the fact that Jesus healed everyone and like right. you know, that's why I love the woman at the well scene from The Chosen where the fact of she told everybody and everyone was coming to him and there's this great teacher and he's making people's lives whole again right. too. Yep. And so there's the element of teaching that Jesus does do, but then the physical healing that he gives. And it's hard for us in a matter of medicine culture to fully grasp that. Right. You know, so it's wild. So this next one,
0: it's kind of, it's kind of taught about uh, usually on good Friday service is Ooh, where okay. I've heard this one, but it's not taught often, or at least the old Testament portion isn't taught very often. New Testament, hundred percent always taught on, on good Friday and Easter always. Yep. So, Number three, David, descri- David describes his uh, Jesus's physical torment. Uh, the description matches the conditions of someone who is being crucified. David also says that dogs surround him and pierce his hands and feet. Gentile soldiers put nails through Jesus's hands and feet, and David describes that others divided his clothing. The Roman soldiers, as we know, took Jesus' clothes. So yep. this is what this is what how David describes it, right? He says, I am poured out like water, and all my bones are just disjointed. My heart is like wax melting within me. My strength is dried up like baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. This is where we talked about here with dry mouth. Yep. Uh, You put into me the dust of death, for dogs have surrounded me. A gang of evil doers has closed uh, in on me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. People look and stare at me. They divided my garments among themselves and cast lots for my clothing. That's is what David said.
1: What how, David was a thousand years. So, so here is the Christ? question, and, and I don't know if you know this or not, but did all the other Jews leading up to Jesus see this as a messianic prophecy? Well, and that's the thing, right? I I don't know that. And that's what I'm curious about and too. So, because uh, it sure sounds like Jesus to me. It
0: sure, well, so we're gonna we're gonna look at it, right? So we you have to think about. I'm sure they did because you see that Matthew and John you're going to see here in a sec. Uh, kind of speak to some of these things, right? So John says in John nineteen twenty eight that after this, when Jesus knew that everything was now finished, that the Scripture might be fulfilled, he said, "I'm thirsty." So he knew at this point in writing this that. Scripture might be fulfilled, he said, I am thirsty, right? Which means that there had to be an understanding that right. something had to be fulfilled. Right, exactly. So uh, John 19, 15 through 16, so just a few verses prior to that that last one, said, they shouted, take him away, take him away, crucify him. Pilate said to them, should I crucify your king? Uh, we have no kings but Caesar, the chief priest answered. Then they handed him over to be crucified. Uh, I bring this one up because they talked about the dogs have surrounded him. The gang of evil duels has closed in on him. And we see this not only as the Romans, but also the chief priests. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically in those days, and even the chosen kind of goes into this a little bit. Uh, they, you know, I don't know if you saw this last episode. Oh, you're not caught up. So there's an episode where, two. where
1: you can't Gaius, spoil it.
0: It's the story. <laughs> well, yeah, but you can spoil it the way they're for yeah, it. go for, so, it, go for uh, it. Gaius and Peter are, Ficking, fixing a cistern in in Cana, okay, and uh, or Capernaum or wherever they're at somewhere, wherever they uh, Simon's home's at, okay, uh, and and Gaia says to him, "Well, don't you guys think we're dogs? You guys call us dogs all the time." And Peter's like, "No, you call us dogs," but that would be, I think, that's point them pointing back to that, that Psalm passage where the dogs have surrounded me, right? So it's the Romans. As it, I heard uh, one guy. And I don't know if he was Messianic or not. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, a Messianic Jew? Yeah. I I don't know if he was or not, but he talked about Romans of that time being referred to as dogs or like, you know, that's why you don't... um, They were scum. Yeah. Right. They were just, yeah. It's like, yeah, they're just total, total scum. Yep. And that's how the Romans viewed the Jews too, but anyways... Uh, back to uh, Matthew 27, 30, uh, 3 through 37 says when it, uh, they came to the place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull, they gave him wine mixed with gall to drink. Uh, but when he tasted it, he refused to drink, which was something else. I forget where that was at. There was another Psalm passage with that uh, fulfillment. Uh, they, they divided his clothes by casting lots. Then they sat down and were guarding him above his head. They put the, the charge against him in writing. This is Jesus King of the Jews. And then John 19, 23 and 24 says, when the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes and divided them into four parts apart for each soldier. They also took the tunic, which was seamless, woven in one piece from the top. Uh, so they said to one another, let's not tear it, but cast lots for it to see who gets it. This happened that scripture might be fulfilled that says they divided my clothes among themselves and cast lots for my clothing. This is what the soldiers did. So so again, John sees this as a fulfillment of what David had had prophesied. I don't think David knew it was prophecy at the time when he wrote it, but it was prophetic, right? Mm hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, some some cool things from, from well, I say cool things. It's not cool, but it's cool things to cool see and fulfillment. Yeah. Right. So, the last thing I want to just kind of talk about uh, as far as uncommon fulfillments as we're starting to put the landing gear down. <laughs> Dro- drop the flaps just to drop it a little bit um, the suffering servant will bear uh, the abuse we deserve for our physical and spiritual healing Jesus did this so Isaiah 53 4 through 5 says yet he himself bore our sickness and he carried our pains but we in turn regarded him stricken struck down by God and afflicted but he was pierced because of our rebellion crushed because of our iniquities punished for the peace uh, was on him and we are healed by his wounds that was the prophecy in Isaiah and Matthew 817 says uh, so, that, uh, so that what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. He took himself our weakness and carried our diseases. Uh, Paul says in Romans 5, 6-8, uh, For while we were still helpi- helpless at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For rarely will someone die for a just person. Though for a good person, perhaps someone might even dare die. But God proves his love for us that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. So what is the the significant of, of all these prophecies right we see some speculation of 571 scriptures have been found 300 plus plus, we'll say 300 plus prophecies okay, fulfilled, right, by Christ. What's the significance of all this? Uh, J.C. Ryle says this. Uh, this is from Christianity.com. The relationship between our Lord's teaching and that of the Old Testament is cleared up by our Lord in one striking sentence. He says, don't think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I didn't come to destroy, but to fulfill. Matthew 5.17. Jesus came to fulfill the predictions of the prophets who had long foretold That the Savior would one day appear. He came to fulfill the ceremonial law by becoming a great sacrifice for sin, to which the Old Testament offerings had ever pointed. He came to fulfill the moral law by yielding to it a perfect obedience, which uh, we could have never yielded, and by paying the penalty for uh, for our breaking of it with his atoning blood, which we could never have paid. Do not despise the Old Testament under any pretense whatsoever. Let us listen to those who bid us throw it aside. Or I'm sorry. Let us never listen to those who bid us throw it aside as an obsolete, antiquated, useless book. The religion of the Old Testament is the embryo of Christianity. The Old Testament is the gospel in the bud. The New Testament is the gospel in full flower. The saints in the Old Testament saw many things through a glass darkly but they all looked by faith to the same Savior and were led by the same Spirit as ourselves. And I thought that was very that's well. That's really well written. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I thought that was awesome. So why does all of this matter today other
1: than just being really cool? I mean, in one reality, it gives us a little bit of assurance to know who this Messiah was. Right. And, you know, I, I kind of go back to the same thing that Andy Stanley brings up all the time, the fact of if a guy came back to life from the dead, we probably should listen to what he has to say. right? You know, and Jesus, when he, what, what did Jesus have to say? He said all these things in fulfillment of these Old Testament prophecies, right. which points back to the fact of the Old Testament pointing back to him, which points back to the Old, which points back to him, which right. points back at the Old. And, you know, people can say, oh, it's just a circular argument and a circular reasoning. But, but, but it's in true. reality, it's, it's not a circular reasoning because it's not built off of a two maybes. It's built off of two actual fact of the matter yeah. t- based off of two factoids. And Ooh. so you're like, I don't know if that was the right word. It just sounded fun. It sounds um, cool though. But you know, when he comes to the new Testament, there's so many times going back to our last week conversation a little bit with the LDS. And he goes back to other ones like with Jehovah witness or other ones we've had about um, Buddhism and um, Islam. I was going to say Allah, but no Allah is the God of Islam. You know, when we go to that, the question is, is what do we do with Jesus? You know, every single religion has Jesus inside of it doesn't matter what religion it is. If it's Eastern, Western, Central, it doesn't matter. They all include Jesus somehow. Sure. But what do people say about Jesus? Some people say that he was just a great prophet. Right. You know, there's, there's Muhammad and Jesus. Like right. Jesus was a prophet, but Muhammad is the greatest. Or there's other ones who say, yeah, Jesus just was teacher. a great moral teacher and right. a great ethical leader, which is true, but the question is, well, why was he teaching those ethics? Right. And then goes in the fact that Jesus was the Messiah, to which, you know, a lot of, I would even say, splinter groups off of Christianity would say, yeah, he was, but, 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 you know, he, he wasn't God either. And then that's why we have to go further into the prophecies of Jesus saying, before Abraham was, I am. Right. John 1 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. The same was in the beginning as was with God. It. Right. Philippians 2, where it says the fact of, you know, uh, the, uh, oh my goodness! Why, why am I blanking on this one? Um, wow, well, I'm, I'm blanking really bad. But <laughs> I just right. had a complete brain fart. That's all right. Um, but the fact of like uh, Jesus, you know, he took up residence with us. The big right. difference between Christianity and so many other religions is the fact of other religions say, yeah, Jesus was a great was a great teacher. He taught. We still need to ascend to something to reach a heavenly nirvana, peace, shalom state. And Christianity goes, nah, bruh. God came to, with us and pitched, pitched his tent with us. He took up residence in our neighborhood, like in our backyard. And the fact of, okay, well, how can we believe what Jesus said? Well, the whole Old Testament points to Jesus. The, the Gospels is all about Jesus fulfilling these prophecies. Mm-hmm. And the New Testament is, okay, so what do we do f- from that coming sure. out of Jesus? And so you know, it, it, the, the whole, why does this matter to us today? It's the fact of our whole beliefs lie on the fact of Jesus fulfilling the law and the prophets and what right. that actually means.
0: Yeah and I mean you know? if we look at the again look at the mathematical probability of one man fulfilling these prophecies it's it's astronomical right Right. it's one a uh, quillion i don't know what that is it's a word i just made up because that's the probability of a, of an endless uh, amount right mm-hmm. uh, if we saw 48 was what was it 10 to the 10 to the 157th power For 48 prophecies, we're talking about 300-plus prophecies that were fulfilled through Christ. I mean, that's just an infinite amount. The probability, you'd have better luck going and playing the lot.
1: Yeah, and I think that shows the cohesiveness of the Old and the New. Like, we can't just separate the two. No, right. But it, it, it makes them... You
0: can't you can't understand the New without the Old Testament and can't
1: understand the Old Testament without the New Testament and yeah. they co together. In, in terms of God's plan for creation, God's, right. God's, right. God's yeah. plan for all things. So exactly. why does it matter for us today is that it shows the validity of the whole scriptures. And if it shows the validity of the scriptures being a, 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 a congruent document, the question is, is okay, so... Is it true or not? And it makes right. you wrestle with the reality of, you know, who holds the final say in truth and the final matters sure. of life and death. And right. I think that kind of puts it in front of our face for people who don't follow Jesus to be like, what are you going to do with this? Right. And then for us who do follow Jesus, we have confidence in that. Exactly. Yeah. It just strengthens our faith, I think, at the end of the day. That's all I got, man. That's Anything it, else man. for you at the no, end of the day? No, man, I'm good. Time for... Fun facts I love that. But bro, we got three minutes. If we can nail this in three minutes, we can get out of here in less than an hour. It ain't going to happen. Uh, let's find out. So
0: the fact of the day, <laughs> did you know, and I, I may have already said this one, but I hope Ooh, I, didn't. I don't know. The brain is the fattiest organ. The stomach may be uh, our body's fattiest. Part, oh, okay, I said like I had jokes. But the fattiest organ is our brain. The brain is composed of nearly sixty percent fat. Really, sixty percent fat? That's a fatty organ. That's wild. That is crazy. Isn't it? I have no jokes out of that. So, that's just wild. So most of your brain power comes from fat. Thank you, fat.
1: <laughs> Thank you, little Debbie, little diabetes. <laughs> Little Debbie. Little Debbie. Yeah, I like man, that post. That I love that Little Debbie post oh, man, on Facebook. Group. Yeah. And if you have no idea what we're talking about in that Facebook group post with Little Debbie or whatnot, you got to be a part of the RTC online right. Facebook community. We continue the conversation over there. That's where we hang out most of the time just to keep having fun and conversations with you. Sometimes there's fun, stupid questions. Like Sometimes there's theological questions. There's theological questions. There's what blessings do you have? Like yeah. the whole idea of this is the fact of it's people from all over the world who want to follow Jesus. We get to be a part of this community because of RTC, which is wild. We never dreamed of that it, in our wildest dreams. Not a million years. And it's all because of amazing people like you. So make sure you head over to Facebook and join that RTC community.
0: And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel if you haven't already. You would have gotten to see uh, me walk up in the middle of this episode and go grab a book and uh, a lot of other fun things that we off do. To the side, maybe picking my nose, the Trump
1: hands, you doing, know. Stretching my beard a lot. All, all staring sorts at the things. confidence monitor me when I should hitting be staring at the there.
0: microphone all the time. Yeah, all, all the things. Doing so one of these stretches. Maybe Make sure you go to the YouTube channel and check us out. Hit that subscribe button and the bell notification Ding. so anytime that we're on, you can be notified and hang out with us.
1: I love it, man. If you have any question you would like us to, to answer on the show, post it. Literally, send us a DM anywhere. Post it in the Facebook Messenger Group. Facebook Messenger Facebook Group RTC Online Community or email us at realtalkpersonpodcast at gmail.com and if there's an episode, maybe you're new to the show and you're trying to figure out, have they answered this question? You can always go to the website, Yes. hit the search icon and type something up and it will show you what episodes fall into that search queue and if you are in need of a bible Ooh, we, we still about that do a of have
0: csb bibles on hand uh so if you're in need just send us your name and address and we'll get one sent out to you promptly
1: yep and if this show was an encouragement to you in any way it would mean the world for us to for you to leave a rating review and share the show with a friend who could um engage with us as well and enjoy a- it anything else for the wonderful people my friend no sir i love it guys well hey then until next time take it easy That's an hour. Wait, like we nailed it? (laughs) 59 minutes, 37, 38, 39. We'll end it here. We did it in less than an hour. Good job, buddy. Go team.